big market gets the big names. An honorable mention, just like the taunting penalty in general, because it's so bad. The one time I want them to lose, of course they do well. What the hell just happened? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Dirty Turtles podcast. Um, this is episode 32. We are planning for the lunch episode. We've been hyping it up for a while. I am here with, uh, I'm Jonas Evans alongside Nathan Schwartz and Brandon Schwartzberg. Um, and we are recording a morning episode again. Another early rising episode for the boys. We we kind of cucked um, Alex <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. We? Yeah. That was me. I, I'll take the I'll take the hit for that. But honestly, I wasn't expecting anyone to be recorded. The other thing about it's the other person's fault. Yeah, it's we blame the other people. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. Um, and we will get Alex on the show. Uh, we have an eventful rundown. We have some. We're not just talking NFL this time, which is no, exciting. Branch out a little bit. It's good every once in a while to talk something new. Yeah. Um, we're gonna start with um, the bald-headed man that is now seven and zero, Kevin Willard. Man, uh, he's got a shiny head, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Uh, our old co-host was questioning the Kevin Willard hire. Duncan Irvin was maybe not the biggest fan of it. I think he has proved a lot of people wrong with this team. They are 22nd in the country. They have not lost a game this season. Um, it's been very fun to watch them. What are our thoughts on this team? It, they're just playing really good basketball. It's that easy to say. They're shooting the ball well from three. They're playing outstanding defense. The amount of hustle and effort from this team from last year to this year, mm -hmm. it's just unrivaled. Like it it it's unbelievable what like Dante Scott has been able to do this year. Hakeem Hart has been playing a lot better this year. Juju Reese has really taken a step up. Kevin Willard is getting the most out of these guys. Yeah. And talk about the addition of Jameer Young having a much more significant impact to this team than I don't want to put Fats Russell under the bus, but to, to be frank, he's having a much bigger impact yeah, than Russell did last year. Right now, at least earlier, and Fats Russell had a pretty good end of the season, but um, yeah, just an immediate, uh, immediate, immediate impact, impact yeah. concern. It's just um, there's so much more cohesion and teamwork this season, and they're they're just playing with a chip on their shoulder, and it's proving out to work in their favor. Would you say a player that um finishes with ten points in twenty one minutes and with you know two. Um, three point three pointers made. That's probably a pretty good performance, right? <laughs> You're laughing at me. I, I, yes, I guess. Ian Martinez, baby. Oh, okay, <laughs> off the bench. Yeah. I, 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 Role player. He, he had a good game. Good yeah. game of the season against the worst team in the country. Yes. Now, yes, Louisville was not. Um, Aiden McCool the best got team. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Aiden McCool guarded Pablo Zuba. Hey, last hey, night. whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Leave my boy Pablo alone. Um, because he likes your shoes. A storied program, a storied program, um, a fall from grace. It was an easy win, but here's the thing: like this is the also the other thing about this They've team. They've all been easy wins. Yeah, but like they're taking care of business week in week out, uh, game in game out. Like they're. Yeah. I forgot that they don't play like once yeah. a week. Not not uh, not a single win has been by less than sixteen points. Yeah, I think they've led start to finish in three of the games, and they've trailed by like five minutes total. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like if. It, during the Mark Turgeon era, those games all would have been yeah. within five points. We, we, we they saw would, it last They would year. not be 7-0 and right yeah. now. They would have lost to St. Louis. Probably would have lost to Miami. And they probably would have found some way to lose last night to Louisville on the road in the yeah. Big 10 ACC Challenge. So if 
it's just Kevin Willard has just brought a new stigma. I don't even just like a new vibe into the locker room and to the Xfinity Center. I'm excited to see on Friday night against <laughs> Illinois in the Gold Rush game. Excuse you. <laughs> how many fans show up? Because I know I saw a map that there's still a lot of seats available, but I think after last night you're ranked. I get that it's a late game, but you're, it's a top 25 matchup at home. Gold Rush. You're seven and zero. I mean, there's so many things going well for this program. The fans got to show out and support in what could, it, what is their biggest game of the season. So I far. will, I I will hope that Maryland fans show out. Um, I think that. I think that uh, school spirit in general, especially for um, our sports teams, has definitely been lackluster in the last few years. And yes, it is a little, uh, it is a little disappointing to see that people aren't like too excited for this game yet. But look, like the team sucked last year. Objectively, it was awful, and it, eventually people had no interest in the game. And people still went to the Ohio State game right, last year. Right. It, it was pre- it was pretty packed. So. I think they have to prove it to the fans a little bit. Not that I think people shouldn't go to the game. I think people shouldn't. I'm disappointed in the community that there's not as much of like a excitement buzz for the game. But I think they got to prove it. If they beat Illinois at home, I, I think fans are going to really start going to the games. But again, you know, that's the hope. We have to see it. Um, and yes, they weren't they weren't even blowing out like George Washington and Vermont right last year. Now they're I mean they're killing everyone they play. Um, so yes, very exciting stuff. And we we were predicting that Maryland basketball would be back next year with all the recruits they have. I was not expecting it this year. It's been very exciting. Yeah, Matt. And they'll have those recruits. You're you're gonna assume that if they keep up the success, they're gonna have transfers coming in. Yeah, I'm maybe. Pretty sure Jameer Young has another year of eligibility after this. So interesting. And, and, It'll be and Juju Reese. Coming we'll see back. if Juju Reese. Yeah. So I mean. A lot of positives yeah. surrounding this. Also, shout right out now. Dante Scott, who is taking um, his role very like he had a very specific role. He needed to be the guy that stepped up early in the season because he's the guy coming back from last season. He's the basically the Eric Ayala of this season, um, and he's handled that role a lot better than Ayala did because Th- he's kind of sure. been this for this sure. leader for this team. So uh, it's been very good to see. Let's move on to the World Cup. Um, the boys, the lads, they get Whee! it done. Is that that's a football term? We play soccer so. here in America. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exciting stuff. They beat Iran one to nothing. It was, it was, uh, it got close at the end. I, did you guys watch this? Game? I watched the first half in class. Yeah. Did, so you yeah. saw the goal? I did yeah. see the goal. Pulisic sacrificed it. Lose his chance to have children. Yeah, he yeah. sacrificed his genitals. <laughs> For this country to move technically to the round an of ab injury just want to make that clear nah, that's, a penis that's just injury. a cover that's just a cover-up <laughs> yeah, Pel- it was a pelvic contusion yeah it's a fancy way of saying he got knee- he, he got kneed in the balls that's what happened like her- severely kneed in the balls it was just laying in the goal for about five minutes i was saying this yesterday it's probably a little disappointing to him that he didn't even get to celebrate the biggest goal of his career yeah. uh but i mean he did it and he's been the guy that I think I think there was a lot of buzz that, you know, like because Polisic has been like the guy for the U.S. for what's been like almost four years now where everyone says he's the best player. And he's had some good games in the qualifying, but in the World Cup, like he didn't have a goal. And, you know, there were question marks like, oh, you know, this guy who everyone's hyping up like he hasn't done anything for us, for us. He's the reason why they're in the knockout stage now. So he's proven a lot of haters wrong. It's good to see. Um, yeah. I mean, now they play the Netherlands. I think they have a shot. 
Like yeah, yeah, I think they they always have a shot. I mean, they played England really well, even yeah. though they weren't able to get a goal in that one. I thought they played very well defensively. Yeah, against Wales, of course, you had the the penalty. They're just stupid. It, it was a stupid call. Stupid. Penalty. But but they should have won. They and they should have won that game. Yeah, they should have. They really should have won. That they game. they have this tendency um to definitely lay off the gas at the in second halves of games, especially when they like kind of dominate offensively at the beginning. Like they're very exciting, like aggressive team at the beginning, and then. They fall off a little bit, so um, they just kind of need to play 90 minutes of good um, soccer. Soccer. And they'll do well. Yeah. In your face. Soccer. Europe. Um, I mean, it's not like we're a soccer expert, so I don't know. No, if I, have... I don't know if there's much more I can say. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting, though. I will America. Be, I, I will be watching the game on Saturday. It'll be early, but I will be watching. Yeah, what time is it? 10 a.m. 10 a.m. God damn. Nope. I'll be in bed. It's, but you can watch it in bed. Yeah. But I'd rather watch TikTok. That's sad. It's a big day Saturday as we got World Cup and then nice little segue here into our next topic. Yes. A lot of college football well, action. You're you're forgetting one very important game on Saturday. Thunder Timberwolves. Saturday I saw that video. I saw that video. Yeah. You did not think of that Man. on your own. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, if we didn't see that video, we would have been like, what the heck are you talking about? And, and it would have just about the video. on flat. So then it would have been like a cool little thing. Yeah, sure. Anyway, you ruined my segue. <laughs> so co- college football uh, championship weekend this weekend. You got the Big Ten championship. I mean, all the Power Five championships this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Purdue, Michigan, very unexpected matchup. Everybody, I think if you saw last weekend, expected it to be Iowa, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Because Iowa had Nebraska at home, I believe, right? You want me to check? I don't really know. I believe it was in Iowa. It was in Iowa. And they lost to Nebraska to ruin their chances. And then Purdue took care of business against Indiana. And Ohio State at home got blown out by Michigan, who many, including myself, expected Michigan to get run over (coughs) because of Blake Corum's injury. But Corum played in the game. They put up 45 points. J.J. McCarthy had the best game of his career. Yep. And now Michigan's – pretty much a lock to make the college football playoff because with, oh, yeah. with Ohio State being at five, Alabama being at six with two losses, if Michigan loses to Purdue, you can't bump them lower than Ohio State. Yeah, well, this is the interesting question with, um, you know, this being championship weekend and uh, all these – only, like, these teams are playing. Do you – are you – do you face consequences for playing an extra game? Like, I don't think so. Like, I, you know, the regular season is over. And USC has finished – USC and TCU have finished the season above these teams. Now they play an extra game. If they get kicked out because they don't win that game, I think that's kind of stupid. Like, I think they've deserved to get the playoff. They're just doing this for their, like, conference thing. Yeah. Um, see, it'll be interesting. Uh, see, I think Georgia and Michigan are automatic locks. Yeah. They're, they're going to be in whether they win or lose. TCU is definitely out if they lose. Yeah. I, I feel same with USC. I think same USC with, definitely yeah. is out. Yeah, two loss yeah, team. T- TCU, USC would both be out. So, but now there's the thing though: if TCU loses, two lanes in, obviously. But if, if TCU and <laughs> it can get crazy because if TCU and USC both lose, does Alabama sneak back in? See, like that sucks like, though. Do, like do they don't deserve it. USC playing Utah. Yeah. USC, like, uh, like that, that happened. Uh, that, that's the we that's, get that part. That's the Could you yeah. imagine if we got a part two of that video? I'm rooting for Utah solely based on. I, I wonder if he happens. knows how like popular that specific video is. Yeah, he, like he did one for the Iran if, versus. So, 
USA match yesterday, and like everybody was like making edits of his, like his other clips saying it, but then he made it like super late at night, and I think it's because he saw that everybody wanted him to do yeah. it. Yeah, so, yeah. so did I it. think if he, he listens to his fans, he does. USC. If USC loses, they're definitely out. I'd say Ohio State would take their spot. But if TCU loses, I think they're they're probably going to give it to Alabama, but there's a chance they'll still stay in because then they would still only have one loss. That's and some... Alabama would have two losses. But then again, Alabama lost to Tennessee. Yeah, that's some I bull. think Tennessee I, deserves to get in. I think Tennessee Alabama, deserves but... to be – because they beat <laughs> them. Like, but they, yeah, they, but, they, but they're, they're not, they're not they're going to because they – they're starting quarter. Yeah, quarter hookers out, so that's kind of which uh, is a stupid reason to not put somebody in the playoff. Like but it makes J- sense. Like if JJ McCarthy tears his ACL in practice today, like well, and they'll still put that? Michigan. No, in No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, though. it's yeah. They, a quarterback. I think it would make it easy if they just put Maryland in. True. That would solve everybody's problems. We ha- we are the team that's gotten closest with Michigan this year. We so. almost beat Michigan <laughs> and Ohio State. No other school can say that. Yeah, but. Well, Pending, nothing changes, right? So you would have Georgia at one, Michigan at two, TCU at three, USC four. How do we see that shaping out? Well, I think um, Georgia and Michigan will definitely be favored, and I think if it does play out that way that they're in the national championship, that's an exciting game. So I like it. And I also just – I would like to see that because those are two schools that we haven't seen in the playoff ever. Has I mean, TCU has definitely not been in it. Um, did USC ever make the playoff? No. I don't think they did. No, never even came close. So that's exciting. Like that's, yeah. that'd be fun for there to be two extra teams. Cincinnati did it last year. They played them close, and it was fun to see a new team because, like, it's not fun to watch Alabama Georgia in the playoff every year. It, it even if the product is great, like the product can be great with new teams. Right. It'll also be interesting to see how Michigan does because they did get blown out by Georgia last year in the playoff. Um, that was not a fun game to watch. Um. And maybe USC or TCU pull it off. Like they have, I mean, TCU hasn't lost a game. I think year. I think USC would have a really USC good shot a, to beat Georgia. Yeah. I don't think TCU stands a chance against Michigan. I I'm I think what this whole thing points. I'm I'm rooting for Michigan USC. I think what this points to more than anything is that I I really am in favor of the 12 team playoff because I just would want to see some of these other teams that we're talking about like I'd want to see LSU play a game I'd want to see Alabama play a game I would even want to see Tennessee play a game like give them a shot against one of these teams it's even well, Tulane because, maybe like because the people that are against the 12 team are like oh if like we're struggling to get four teams and when we know there's just two great teams why are we gonna do that but my point of view is that yeah we're struggling to get four teams and we know there's the top two georgia and michigan so then if three through 12 are also honestly closely bunched why not just do 12 yeah you're gonna have the same problem if you do it one th- one two three and four or if you do it 11 12 13 and 14 i i think i yeah i understand that like logic that like the teams that are going to end up being like ranked 13 and 14 are going to be like, Oh, that's so stupid. Like we should have been in state is 15. But like if you're, if you're 14th, like I I think it's, I think it's less of a legitimate complaint that you didn't get a shot at the title than if you're like fifth and you didn't get a shot. Like I think Ohio state could make a legitimate claim that they could beat anyone in the top four. They, they have the team to do that. The th- the 13th ranked team is not going to be like, we could have run the table. Like, right. I you know, you, and th- th- that'll you- probably be a two or three loss team. And then at that point, you got to be like, you just lost too many games. Yeah. And ha- how you do that is you give the top four teams a bye. You have five play 12, mm-hmm. whatever that yeah. type of bracket. You, then you, you have the, then you reseed the, um, what do you just go the you highest would have seeds? The, there would be the 
five conference champions, you would have the best group of six, and then it would just be for the final six spots, all who's the best team. Yeah. I think there's yeah. more structure to that. I think that's better. I agree. Um, I think I think it also I think it also ends up kind of incentivizing um, conference play too because I think the four team playoff kind of takes away from it because teams are like more scared to play in the conference championship than they are like excited to but like now you have the promise of it doesn't matter how like it, Purdue could literally make the playoff in that situation purely because they have one game to do it and I right. think that's fun that's exciting so. Um, I, I like the 12 team playoff idea. Plus just more, more, more legitimate games, like, yeah. more games that actually mean something. I feel like I, I, that it would be interesting to see how that would affect the schedule though, because we're so used to ha- having like a month off of college football and then having all the bowl games. Mm-hmm. Like how does that shape up the bowl? Like, do they like make it like, it's, it's just really interesting to me because then like, you also end up you also end up playing like more games in a season. Right, exactly. Like the teams that if you do that, a team that let's say is doesn't get a bye in that playoff goes all the way to the championship. It's like three extra games. They're playing that game, then a, a quarterfinal, then a semifinal, then the national championship. So they're playing four additional games than they wouldn't play. That's a whole NFL season. Let alone you're going if you still want to give teams a break, you're going into mid-January. Wow. Late, ju- late yeah. January. So you're you're basically lining – you're extending the college football season all the way to the Super Bowl, basically. Yeah. Which would be just wild to think about. Because that is no, interesting. No yeah. college sport goes I, I would want. I would wonder if maybe – no, they wouldn't shorten the season. They can do that to all no. the other teams. That's, that's an interesting situation. Like, I think what would happen is you, would ju- you wouldn't see that gap anymore. You would have – Literally, you'd have the games yeah, yeah. consecutively, and then you you'd still keep all the bowl games that w- weekend of New Year's. Yeah, but you you lose the luster of the New Year's Six Bowl bowls. You you there's pros and cons. I mean, yes, but at the same time, like I think that all those other games leading up to the national championship, like people would watch those games. Oh like, yeah, those, for those sure. would be like legitimate playoff games. So yeah. I think I think I think people would be more invested in those games. Than they would be in like a New Year's Six Bowl. That's just me though. I know there are other people that value those bowl games a little more than I do. I just don't really care that much. I think if yeah. you, I feel like if you're not, I feel like if you're playing like a post regular season game that's not actually for a national championship, I feel like it kind of loses. Yeah, all I feel I feel like you got to move around the bowl stuff with that too because is each playoff game a bowl game? Like I don't know because then you they got, have a lot to figure out. Right? There. Yeah. But they've, I mean, they've decided. When is that happen? Is that happening next season? I don't think it's next. I think it's like twenty twenty six. Oh, really? When they are thinking about extending it. Okay. But yeah, it. it, I think it's going to be a while, and who knows? Maybe it doesn't actually happen. But maybe not twelve teams. I think eight would also be a good number. Yeah, maybe. And then you just don't give anybody a buy. Um. Yeah, maybe. I think it would just be interesting then. It w- are you putting five um, conference champions in, or are you just, uh, or are you just doing the top eight teams based off a of ranking? It doesn't matter. All right, week twelve recap. We can start with the Commanders because they won. Let's go. Um, overall, pretty good NFL weekend though. I enjoyed it. Um, yes, the Commanders beat the Falcons. Not a super impressive win, but a win is a win, and they continue to be in the playoff hunt 19 to 3 um the Taylor Heineke experiences uh continue to be 
more positive than negative. What were your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I mean, we, we just keep winning. It's it's that simple. We moved into the seventh seed. <laughs> we moved into the seventh seed in the NFC after beating Atlanta and Seattle's loss to the Raiders. So it, it was no perfect game by any stretch of the imagination. 19-13 to 13 is an ugly game. It was really close throughout the entire game. Atlanta was really running the ball well, but it was just – the defense clutched up late. Atlanta decided to throw the ball from the five-yard line on second and goal with about a minute left in the game, and Deron Payne tipped the ball up in the air. Kendall Fuller made a great diving interception to seal the win for us, and that's really – there was really Kendall nothing – Kendall Fuller, man. Exactly. There was, he had a pick six the week before, and then he just had the game-sealing interception against Atlanta. So he's playing really well. The defense is playing really well for us, even though Heineke – didn't play that great. Our running game was fantastic. Brian Robinson had the best game of his young career, 18 carries, 105 yards, and a receiving touchdown where he, like, trucked over an Atlanta defender to get into the end zone on that one. That was nice to see. Still want to see Taylor Heineke be better as a passer, 14 of 23, 138 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. The interception was terrible. Had a chance before the end of the half to – put up three points, and he throws an interception on the first play of the drive to a linebacker that was 20 yards away from the closest receiver. So still need to see improvement from Heineke, but he's winning us games. He's the true game manager quarterback. If the defense keeps playing well and Heineke does enough to win, there's no reason to go back to Wentz. And I I think they've done enough to where as long as they – when they split the rest of the way, if they finish nine and eight, ten and seven, they definitely got a chance to make the playoffs and maybe upset Minnesota in the in the first round. Yeah, I I think the Commanders are an interest. I think they're better than the Giants. So the oh, NF- yeah. the NFC Beast is a interesting situation right now. Um, I mean, maybe at times even better than the Cowboys. I don't know. Um, I think the Taylor Heineke experience eventually will like go oh, bad. Yeah. Like you, you still have to realize that this man has to play five more games for you. Like uh, and, and, that could turn and, into kind of yeah. a and shit they're, show. They're not any easy games either. You have the Giants on the road this week, and then they do get the bye, which is a much needed bye. Then they're at home against the Giants, so back to back against New York. Then they're at San Francisco mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. Then they host Cleveland, and then they host Dallas. So that's four games against teams that are currently in the NFC playoff picture, three games against division opponents, and then you play Cleveland, who's getting Deshaun Watson back. I don't know what's going to happen with that, but Deshaun Watson, when what he was playing a couple years ago, was arguably a top-10 quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. So if he plays up to that same level, the Browns have Amari Cooper. They have a really – they have talent on defense, even though they're not playing that well. They have a lot of guys that can hurt you. Yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting to see how the commanders finish out. I think they do need to split the Giants games. And then be, if they split the Giants, beat the Browns, and some other things happen, I think they can sneak in. Yeah. I just think <clears throat> they're impressing. I'll say that. I definitely was clowning them earlier. Um, I have since ceased my clowning. Thank you. Until they lose another game. Um, but I, I'm i impressed. I, I cannot lie, although I will say I was – I remember when you were saying how Carson Wentz was going to take this team to the playoffs, and I kept telling you that he – I don't even think he was <laughs> that much better than Taylor Heineke. 
Um, and I don't think that's a question. And so I just like to. Point well, somebody's out how, taking him to the playoffs. I know. I'm just saying. I want. I would like to point out how right I was and how wrong you were about. Carson I also Wentz. would like to issue an apology to Mr. Ron Rivera. Yeah. And yeah. Mr. Jack Del Rio. You wanted them gone. I did want them gone. <coughs> and Jack Del Rio, I was coming for his neck at the beginning of the year because they had given up. 22 to Jacksonville the first week, 36 to Detroit. Played really bad against Philadelphia week three, but ever since then, they've locked in. They haven't given up more than 21 points in a game since week three. And so I, the defense is really is what keeping is what is keeping us in games. And ever since Ron Rivera got flamed for saying that quarterback answer in a press conference which to be fair everyone hates Carson Wentz now so you know yeah like he he he, ever since that we've gone six and one yeah our only loss was to Minnesota which was a very winnable game at home Minnesota Minnesota. (laughs) so so I'm excited about where this team's at I think we have a really good shot of beating New York this week on the road and I'm, I'm excited to see Chase Young come back eventually. I know I've, I've been saying it for weeks now, but I th- I think they give him another week of rest. Jesus. And then because with the bye next week, they give him – they don't let him play against the Giants, give him the bye, and then he comes back for the last four games and then a playoff push if we make it in. So I'm, I'm excited where this team's at, but are you guys excited about where the Ravens are at? A stunning 28-27 loss in Duval to Trevor Lawrence – the Golden Boy and Jacksonville on Sunday. What what happened, guys? I wasn't surprised, if I'm being honest. I saw that coming. Um, I mean, it was a trap game. I mean, they didn't take Jacksonville seriously. I mean, Jacksonville, I believe, has been in a one-score game in most, if not all, other games. This they, they've played a lot better than people give them yeah. credit for. They've and legitimately been one of the I better teams. I just think what continues to be the struggle is Greg Roman's calls in the red zone. <laughs> yeah. And then the defense in the fourth quarter. It's It's been an issue, honestly, the past two years, and it's continuing to be an issue, and I just don't see it being fixed until, A, Greg Roman is let go, and then, B, they do something to switch up that defense because Marcus Peters continues to play awful in the fourth quarter. Um, I, I won't point a, a ton of blame towards – um, it was a trap game. This happens in sports all the time. Like you, you go off a good. Win- who did, who did they just beat? Who did they just beat? Who did the Ravens just beat? They just beat the Panthers. Okay, yeah, that wasn't a, wasn't su- a good. Win. It wasn't a solid win. But I think they were coasting. I think they weren't really. They haven't been punched in the face in a while yet. Um, and yes, this Jaguars game was a trap game. Uh, it's frustrating. I think Lamar is playing very angry right now. Which it, in the right in the right kind of like t- way you look at it. I think it actually helps this a lot. Like, I think they can be very good when he's, like, just really, like, pissed off and wants to win really bad. But I think sometimes it kind of overtakes him, and, like, the frustration kind of ruins the fluidity of the offense sometimes. So I think he has to kind of monitor that a little bit. Uh, I don't know what to think of this team that much. The defense that has been balling out since Roquan got added, and then they didn't play well against Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence went down the field and – scored a touchdown on them with when they had like what three minutes left it was basically a game tying drive and then uh, that was not a touchdown by the way uh-huh it was not a touchdown. the shin thing yeah it is that shouldn't be the re- that sh- I, i'm not gonna like make excuses because we should have beaten that team by you know two scores shouldn't be uh it shouldn't be like a you know replay yeah, I'm, and not, not an excuse by any stretch of yeah, the imagination yeah. but i agree with personally you. i did not think i agree it was with a you. touchdown i agree with you um 
I think our execution late in games in crucial situations has just been awful. I think there is not – I think that points to lack of cohesion in the coaching staff. I think lack of communication between Greg Roman and Lamar. The fact that we are still snapping the ball with one second left on the play clock every single offensive play that matters is so frustrating and so unnecessary. It can be solved so easily. Um, that annoys me. I still and the th- the most frustrating part is I still think this team could like run the table. Like I legitimately think they could. If the if receivers get open, um if Mark Andrews gets open a lot, if like Devin Duvernay plays like he was playing earlier in the season, like the way this defense has been playing and the way Lamar is throwing the ball right now and playing in general, like they could win the Super Bowl this year. That's the most frustrating part. But they're losing to Jacksonville. Um and that's not what you want to do at this stage in the season. So it's frustrating, but I don't know. I mean, I just kind of expected it. They they underperform in situations like this. Um, anything else, Brandon, on the Ravens? No, <clears throat> I mean, they just need to fix. They need to fix the issues that's plagued them the past two three years with, especially on offense with the play clock and then the red zone. Mm-hmm. It's it's play clock thing is just on. unacceptable. Yeah. Play clock thing is like we 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 are we lead the league in snaps taken in the last three seconds, I believe, or something. Just like so unnecessary, um, and the other teams that do like the the second team is Green Bay, and that's Rodgers who like has it very much under control. Whereas Lamar is literally like it's like one second left and he's just like, give me the like you know just unnecessary. So yeah, that's just that's my thing. That's my uh, that's my piece on that. Um, do we want to move on? It's it was a disappointing loss. You saw how frustrated it was, and then Justin Tucker still gets a shot to kick a sixty-seven yarder. Um, which just was like wasn't gonna happen. And the, he said he had it in his arsenal, but it was like, it's like five yards short. I don't, I don't know if it was five. Everyone was saying it was I like. I think it was like three to five. Yeah, I was gonna say like it was. I think that's good from like sixty three, which is still insane. Out outdoors on grass, like he still hit it, like straight from sixty seven yeah. yards out, and it was like a few yards short. I still think that's pretty objectively impressive. Yeah. Um, Thanksgiving games, Bills Lions. Um, the Bills. We're almost out of it. Uh, and then they, they come back at the end. Josh Allen, an exhausted hug to Stefan Diggs. That was a good meme picture for Thanksgiving. Um, what were our thoughts on this game? Yeah, the, These Bills, man, they never <laughs> they never fail to scare me. I, I'm still I'm still riding the bandwagon. Oh, did you – you had a pick on this or what? No? Did you have a pick? I, p- I picked the Patriots-Vikings over. Okay, okay. Uh, you guys both picked Giants-Cowboys upset. For the Giants, and they you got lucky. Oh, that's right. They the backdoor covered. Brand, I think Brandon also had the over yeah. in the Bills Lions, and that didn't hit. Yeah, um, I needed over. Picked a lot of Thanksgiving games, huh? Yeah, yeah. What <laughs> a big Thursday guy. Yeah, but I'm I'm also a big primetime guy myself. Uh, but prime Bills Lions kept it close the whole game. I was surprised Jamal Williams really has stepped up for the Lions. Jared Goff's been playing a lot better. But the thing I want to talk about is the end of the game, where Detroit goes down. Jared Goff, big third down. They have a chance to win the game with a touchdown, tie the game with a field goal, throw down the right sideline. He doesn't make the throw. Lions settle for three, tie the game at 25. It was a really bad throw, too, like not even close. Everybody thinks we're going to overtime. But then Josh Allen comes out and hits Stephon Diggs on a 35-yard laser down the middle of the field when – Everybody thought that the game was over, or when we're going to overtime, Josh Allen decides, you know what, this game is not over. I'm going to throw a dime 
in the middle of the field and my best receiver, and we're going to kick a field goal and win this game. And that's exactly what happened. And that's the difference between teams like Detroit and teams like Buffalo. Yeah. Jared Goff, if he makes that throw, the Lions probably win that game. Yeah. If Josh Allen doesn't make that throw, we go into overtime, and who knows what happens. But Josh Allen made the throw. He made the throw that they needed. And the Bills' season is a whole different trajectory if they lose that game. Yeah, They're in panic mode if they lose that game. But they won it on the road. They had a big week of adversity with having to go to Detroit and play Cleveland. Yeah. They, they play Detroit, and they escape with the win. The win is all that matters. They got to clean some stuff up defensively. As well. I I don't think that Buffalo deserves a ton of shit for like ha- being close in this game. It's the NFL. It's any given Sunday. They've had to deal with all this travel. Um, the Lions at home Thanksgiving, and as much as like this is it, this isn't the same old Lions. Like this is a pretty good team, and they play with a lot of spirit. They play with a lot of fight. Um, they came in early and they were playing well. And Buffalo, you know, I, I'm sure they were a little stunned, a little tired, a little you know, like there's a lot of stuff going on and. They still managed to win this game. Like, that's right. impressive. Like, they handled the trap game well. Um, I will say that coverage on the Stefan Diggs play is just, like, abysmal. Like, the yeah. safety knew what was happening and just let let the ball go right through um, their hands. So, uh, that was pretty bad. Do we uh, do we want to talk about – I mean, primetime Kirk Cousins won a game, so that was pretty impressive. Uh, Giants-Cowboys. Yeah. yeah, Giants-Cowboys was a bad game. The worst of the three. I wouldn't say it was a bad yeah. game. Really I thought this, I thought all three games were pretty good. I, yeah, I thought it was a very solid day. The only really thing I have to take away from Dallas Giants is that the Giants, as I mentioned earlier this year, are overrated. <laughs> They're not that good. They got really lucky at the beginning of the year. with the, They played really well at home. Yeah. They, Barkley was going off, but teams have slowly started to adjust to Barkley, given the Giants have had a lot of injuries, but what team doesn't have a lot of injuries? Uh the receiver, especially this year, you can, you can talk about their lack of depth at wide receiver. I mean, yes, they, but they're just not playing Kenny Galladay. It's that simple, and they're not trying to involve Kenny Galladay. You're paying the man seventy-two million dollars for a reason. They're not trying to involve him in the offense. He traded away Kadarius Tony. Like you, you can talk about Darius Slayton has has been there the whole time. The really only injuries they've had are Sterling Shepard and Wandale Robinson. So you can't really blame than for not having receivers. So, I mean, Giants are overrated. Dallas did what they had to do. But Patriots-Vikings, I thought this was the best game of the day. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just impressed with Kirk Cousins. I'm impressed with uh, – I. this Vikings team is good. Like, they are good. And I think yeah. that they're going to uh, win a playoff game um, in January. The Patriots are interesting. It's so funny how, like, remember when we were talking about, like, is Bailey Zappi going to be, like, the next time? Yeah. And uh, overreactions are very common in the NFL, but it is objectively crazy that, like, Bailey Zappi phased out as quickly as he did. Mac Jones is just the guy again. Um, and the Patriots have kind of been the same team for a few years now. They are, they just don't have X factors on their teams. They don't have, I mean, Matt Judon has been extremely good, and their defense has a few good pieces on them. But um, the offense has been... Mac Jones handing it off to Ramondre Stevenson or throwing it to Jacoby Myers for a few years now, and that is like about as mid as it gets. So I don't really know what to say about that team that much. But the Vikings are good. Like the Vikings, I think, great performance there. Is that? Do you guys agree with I mean, that? Yeah, I just think it was especially impressive with how poor Dalvin Cook played. I mean, he only ran the ball for 1.9 yards per carry. It was really the Kirk Cousins show. Um, and so <clears throat> I think Kirk Cousins is proving that he is a top – 
Definitely top 15, arguably top 10. I put him in top 10 right now, quarterback in the league. Yeah, sure. Who cares? Yeah. I, I, I like. I think it just in and out every every week. Like I think Lamar. I think Lamar plays like a top five, and then sometimes like a top twenty quarterback. No, but so. he's just seen consistent this year. That's the, I mean, yeah. He's had one poor outing, and that was against Dallas. Yeah. But no. That, I, that Kirk, Kirk has game. been good. He has been throwing to like a very, like now he's throwing to Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and yeah. T.J. Hawkinson. Like that's pretty yeah, forgiving. But, I mean, even, but yeah, even before. The game against um, the Patriots. Adam Thielen's really done nothing this year. Yeah, um, I thought the one. I don't know if you remember the one play that he did where he kind of like evaded pressure a little bit, ran up in the pocket, and then found. I, I don't. I don't know who it was. He found someone in the middle of the field. Like Kirk Cousins is moving it around. He seems a little more comfortable in the pocket than um, than maybe we're used to from him. Yeah, so, it was a pretty exciting game. I have. I just want to say I was doing this while we were talking. I have the NFL play ESPN playoff machine out right now. I have picked all the games, mostly favorites. So this is just like if the better teams won every week. And here's what it comes. NFC has kind of stayed the same, even switching some stuff around. Philly is the number one seed. I have them going 16-1, and one, so I guess not losing another game for the rest of the year. Um, Minnesota 2, San Francisco 3, Tampa Bay 4. And then Dallas is the five seed facing up at Tampa Bay. Seattle traveling to San Francisco, and then the Washington Commanders, the seventh seed, traveling to Minnesota. Now, there is no easy matchup, but honestly, if there was one team you wanted to play, like, I mean, the Vikings haven't proven anything yet. They are very good, and they are. And Washington played Minnesota close. Yeah. Before, they really, it was that first drive of the game, and then they just choked on the field goal at the end of the game, which would have kept it uh, close, but. If we were able to make the playoffs and then have Minnesota be the first game, I'd be thrilled because I really think we'd have a shot to win that game. Now, it gets interesting here because I have one game that has kind of everything shifting around. So, um, In the AFC? Yes, in the okay. AFC. So my top four seeds stay the same no matter what. Kansas City at 15-2. and two, Buffalo second, 13-4. and four, Baltimore third, 13-4. and four. They're probably going to lose another game, so I I would even say maybe like twelve and five, but they're still comfortably ahead of Tennessee, who I have as the four seed, ten and seven. Now, the Jets and the Dolphins play in Week eighteen. If the Jets win that game, I have the seeds being Chargers at five, Bengals at six, facing off against the Ravens. That'd be an interesting matchup, and then the Jets sneaking in with that win to face off against Buffalo as the seven seed. If the Dolphins win. The Dolphins take the five seed, which is crazy. They go from being out of the playoffs to yeah. I was like, how is that uh, even possible? Yeah, so they're they're twelve. They'd be twelve and five. There's gonna be a double double a dub- digit. Um, there could be a double digit uh team that doesn't make the playoffs in the AFC. Double digit win playoff team, which is crazy. Um, and then the Bucks are gonna make the playoffs at probably eight, and nine, nine and eight or something. Yeah. Um. Then that would have Miami as the five seed, Los Angeles as the six seed, and Cincinnati as the seven seed with um, New York just out. Dang. Fuck, that's scary. Oh, okay. The, I, the, the good thing, like, we play, we play Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Cincinnati plays the Chiefs, which is good for us, um, and then we play Cincinnati. So I think the Ravens control our, our own destiny pretty well, and I think we make the playoffs no matter what. So hopefully, unless yeah. something crazy happens. Do we want to talk about uh, Deshaun Watson is coming back? Yeah, we don't have to talk about these uh, in depth, but yeah, Deshaun Watson coming back this week. 
I'm interested to see how the Browns' offense operates. I'm just as a whole. to see how he looks. Yeah, just I mean, especially in a place where he's comfortable. He played yeah. in Houston for years. I think that his, crowd is going to be pretty rowdy, though. His, I think his first gonna... game back is in Houston. Yeah. Like you can't script it any better than this NFL. Um, <laughs> so yeah, almost I, seems like they selected a perfect yeah. uh, week. I, for I, him I, I think convenient. he's gonna. I think he's gonna look comfortable because again in Houston. Yeah. So it's basically like a de facto home game for Deshaun Watson, um, but yeah. Other than like the whole city will be rooting right. against him instead of right. for him, but yeah. Other than that, <laughs> I mean, you know. But then the Raiders Seahawks game just this was kind of funny. I was watching NFL Red Zone mm-hmm. uh, Sunday night, and when I got back, and Scott Hansen's like, "Oh yeah, like you guys, we, we we're gonna show you this play, but after this, make sure to turn over to your." local CBS affiliate to watch the end of Raiders Seahawks because I think NFL Red Zone has like an agreement where they can't show one singular game at a time. Oh, really? If there's like no other games happening, like they have to switch to the mm. like outlet that's doing it. So I, I've seen that they I've seen them do that a lot this year. But whenever you do that, you go to the channel and the other and the game is on the uh-huh. channel. Well, everybody turned to CBS, and if you weren't in the Las Vegas or Seattle market. You were watching sixty minutes. Oh, interesting. So the game goes into overtime. It was, in, no it, was in, it. it was in the fourth quarter. Yeah, like, that's like, the yeah. yeah. Like the, I think Seattle had just tied it up or something. Jeez. Like at this point, and so everybody has to turn to CBS, and the game isn't on, <laughs> and then overtime is just crazy. And Josh Jacobs hits the eighty-six yeah, yeah. run to end the game, and no one and sees no, it, and nobody saw it other than. <laughs> The Raiders and Seahawks market, or anyone people. that maybe was on Stream East. Yeah, anybody that was on an illegal stream, or the international Red Zone audience. Yeah, but I, I just thought that was kind of funny. And yeah, then, that is funny. Yeah. They, they just they didn't organize that correctly. And then Mike Mike, Mike White made Zach Wilson his bitch. <laughs> uh, Zach Wilson, I don't know how you go back to. It. I mean, if Mike White continues to play well, I don't know how you go back to Zach Wilson. And the Jets have a shot now. Like yeah. the Jets actually have a they shot have with Mike White. Again. Yeah. They have like given they played the Trevor Simeon led Bears at home, but if Mike White continues to play well, there's no reason to go back to Zach Wilson, and there's really no reason to keep him off the inactive list either. I agree. I agree with what you said 100. Um, percent Do we have anything else about the NFL? It's a good week this week. Just quick, yeah. quick preview. Really good. Really good. Chiefs week. Bengals obviously. Um, Titans Eagles is a great game. Jets Vikings is a great game. Crazy to say that. Um, I even think Bills Patriots on Thursday Night Football is actually a pretty decent one. Wa- and Washington Giants. Washington Giants. Dolphins 49ers. Finally have some good matchups. I'm I'm excited. Um, at least one of those games should be good. Uh, all right, let's move on to our. Um, we'll do. Let's do our picks. Let's do our picks in the draft. Or do you want to? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's do the picks first. Uh, for Survivor. Both Nate and I won. I got the Vikings. You got the you picked the Steelers to win. That's a very high value pick. Um, a team that unorthodox. You don't think you're gonna pick them, but you do. I didn't really. And like, they played well. They did. I didn't really like that matchup for Indianapolis against Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh. Indy equal- stinks yeah. now. Indy the, is one of the worst yeah. teams in the NFL. The, Ste- the Steelers each one out for me, so I appreciate that. Um, and then Brandon took the Bears, and they did not win. Yeah, I, I thought Trevor just, Simeon in a completely horrible defense. Play. That's a great pick. I thought Justin Fields was going to play. That's my defense. <laughs> uh, this week I am taking the Buccaneers over the Saints, Monday Night Football. 
and I'm going Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns <laughs> over the Houston Texans. I mean, you can say all you want about Cleveland and Deshaun Watson, but the Texans are just terrible, and I think Deshaun Watson's going to play really well against his old team. Kind of surreal that he's in the NFL again. It is. Um, Crazy. What is this, favorites? Char- Survivor. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with Chargers. Uh, they're playing the Raiders. I don't really see the Raiders. Uh, I think it will be close, but I just don't see the Raiders having enough. I just think coaching. It's crazy to say coaching with Brandon Staley, but I'm going to say coaching compared to Josh McDaniels is going to decide these games. All right, let's go to our picks quickly. I went three and one last week. Brandon went two and two. Nate went one and three. What's and, new? And Duncan went one and three. Uh, I am now in the lead with at twenty three and twenty one. We back. finally have somebody back above five hundred. <laughs> uh, Nate is slowly closing in on Brandon. Brandon is closer to me. Brandon is twenty one. Yeah. I mean, I wrote, I had the three and one week last week when we didn't do the episode. Didn't get a chance to say that. So I did have a three in one week during week eleven, but then completely uh, canceled it out with my one and three performance in week twelve. But back here in week thirteen, I'm back to ten games below five hundred. Really, I'm going to need a later <laughs> season push to catch up to Jonas. Let's but go. Let's get on fire. Let's get on. I, fire. I, I'm really just playing for second at this point. All right. For my favorite, I have the Steelers minus one versus the Falcons. I think the Falcons are not playing good football, and the Steelers are. Maybe they are kind of the trajectories are seem to be it seems to be a good time for me to pick the Steelers right now. So I'm going to take them minus one. This one scares me, though. I've got Bills minus four versus Patriots. I actually like this a lot. I don't see the Patriots staying within Buffalo. I just think they have too much firepower and I don't Prime time I, game, though. I think Mac was that supposed to mean just, you know, so th- sometimes games are closer on prime. Shut time. up. I think Mac Jones is going to struggle. <laughs> Nate. I don't want to do this, but I don't like any, <laughs> this is scary. I don't like any of the this other lines. I'm, go, I'm going bold I, I, here. I want him to lose now. I'm going Ravens. What the hell? Mi- Ravens minus this. eight and a half against Denver. That's a terrible. I pick. mean, the Broncos are so bad. They They're should kill ter- them. Did you see the over under for that game? The Broncos like thirty nine. It's thirty eight and a half for this game. Yes, the Ravens game. Oh god! But I would hammer the under honestly. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, probably. Here's my here's my <laughs> logic. Take it then. Here's my logic. Ravens coming Take off a bad loss. <laughs> Ravens coming off a bad loss. They're at home against a team that sucks. Denver sucks. They can't score points. If the Ravens score thirty points, they're going to win by fifteen points mm-hmm. at least. The Ravens defense is playing really well. If literally, if the Panthers can hold Denver to ten points. The Ravens can hold Denver to 10 points. So the Ravens need to score. If they can score points, they're going to cover. That's all I that's, need. That's kind of how it works for most teams. The more points you score, the easier it is to cover. That's usually it, how it works. It but is. That's crazy. I, like, really, I really need them. To, I, need, I need the emphasis on the scoring because, I mean, they put up 13 against Carolina. So. Yeah, that was not good. I've got Titans plus five and a half versus the Eagles. Titans always play these good teams close. For the upset. Yes, for the upset. Okay. That's why I said plus five and a half. I would, well, if some of our yeah. listeners are yeah. like Nate that yeah. don't know how to bet. Can we move past <laughs> that, please? That's like last year. <laughs> yes, I'm taking the Titans as my upset plus five and a half. I am That's going disgusting. with Lions plus one versus the Jaguars for my upset. I think, I mean. 
obviously I think they're going to win our right. I mean, I guess they could tie and that hits. <laughs> but I think they're going to win at home. Um, I just think the Jaguars had a great win against the Ravens. I think they're going to not crash back down to earth, but kind of just settle down, and the Lions are going to be hungry after that tight loss against the Bills. They're going to want to win. Well, the Lions also covered the Jaguars, beat them by a half a point. So you True. also got that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nate? And I'm going to go the Same opposite. Thing. I'm going to go the opposite of what you said, Jonas. I'm going with Atlanta plus one over Pittsburgh. I really like the way the Falcons are running the ball. I saw that firsthand mm-hmm. on Sunday. And I don't think Pittsburgh's defense is going to be able to stop Atlanta's rushing I attack. I really hope this game is a tie. <laughs> since yeah. you, since you oh, were, well, you're going since, against me. Yeah, yeah that's, why, had, that's why I said that. Since you had minus one and he had plus yeah. one. Uh, so one of us is losing this. So, Well. Okay. I like being on that side of yeah. history. But, yeah. I, I, really, I just like Atlanta <laughs> as a team. So... Okay. Plus one over Pittsburgh. Yeah, Marcus Mariota, great quarterback. Over, I have Kenny Chiefs. Kenny Pickett, be- great quarterback. Is he much better? I actually think Kenny Pickett's been playing pretty good this year, but okay. I mean, he's the best first-round quarterback of the that's draft That's an class. opinion. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Also the worst. <laughs> um, Chiefs, Bengals, 52 and a half. Did you know that Najee Harris may not play, right? Did you not see Benny Snell? Dude, what are you it's – a, it's a one-point spread against – the Falcons, like the Falcons, aren't a good team. Neither are the Steelers. I, okay, but that the Steelers, game's gonna tie. Chiefs Bengals fifty. That helps Nate then. Chiefs yeah. Bengals fifty two and a half. These are two good teams that are also playing like very high level football right now, which I think means a lot of points. So, I'm gonna take the over there. I've got. It's a fun oh, over. I didn't even realize this. I've got the same game lines. Jaguars fifty one and a half. I'm I'm really uh, going heavy on the the lines game. Yeah. The past the past two weeks. You're taking Lions Jaguars at fifty one and a half. Yeah, both offense, I both defenses, I don't think are all that great, and I think both offenses sneaky can put up points. I'm going Chargers Raiders, <laughs> fifty and a half. I always seem to have the Chargers in one of my picks, and it's just I these teams always score a lot of points. You saw the Raiders put up forty against Seattle this past week. Chargers put up twenty five on the road. So, yeah, I, I like the Chargers the, Raiders over 50 Why the and a half. fuck are you fading me in all these picks? This is <laughs> Again, messed up. Again, you're fading me. I picked – I had all mine before any of you had <laughs> yours. Did, he did. So you you faded me right, just so to, put, just to under, put that clear. I've got Browns Texans under 47. I just think the Browns offense is going to take time. <laughs> What's his face back in a quarterback? Deshaun Watson. I didn't want to say Massage Watson. Oh. Deshaun Happy ending Watson. And then I. <laughs> what? Am I, why are you looking at me? And then, because he said it as I was looking at you. And then uh, I just think the Texas offense up, is not good, especially with Washington football legend Kyle Allen running the show. I've got Seahawks Rams. Uh, who is the Rams quarterback Bryce right now? Perkins. Perkins. Yeah, he Virginia sucks. Legend. He sucks. Uh, and. I don't know. The Seahawks aren't even playing good, too. So this could be like a 10-2 game or something. Yeah. I almost went with that game as the under, but I, once again, Jonas is fading me. I am going Chiefs-Bengals under 52-and-a-half. Jonas, you should be happy about that because look at Nate's record. That's true. Um, yeah, so 52-and-a-half. I just think that's too high. The teams played really close defensively in the AC Championship last year. I think something similar is going to happen. Okay. 52-and-a-half. Uh, okay. Okay. You're fading me. You're fading me. <laughs> yeah, they did score a lot of points in the uh, 
regular season matchup last year, but that was in Cincinnati. This one's in Kansas City. Right. So. Kansas City history of having low scoring games in Arrowhead. Right. All right. So it is <laughs> draft draft time. draft time. Do you want to do How it? How many on? rounds are we doing? Um, three. Three. I'm gonna do a spin the wheel. Okay. All right. We're going right now. Let's. You're right. You're you guys right. You're now own. given this. Just to clarify, this is we're doing top teams to root no. Let's for. do four. Okay, it's four. fine. All right, teams, I got t- top teams to root for from 2012 to 2022. The teams it would be the most fun to be a fan of in the yeah. last decade. But this is not specific years. This is just overall yes, yes, the past yeah. decade. Yeah. Teams you would want to you would have liked to have root. I'm for. pretty confident in my first. I don't even right. I don't even know who I'm. I got. I was mining first. I'm gonna go pick two. Pick two. Yeah. All right. I, I'll take the first pick. All right. I'll go third then. Oh. All right. What is Jonas? Uh, first overall pick for me. I didn't even do. Hold on. I, I mean, I haven't even done any research. All right. That's your fault. All right. Uh, I'm going to put you on the clock. I'm going to take the Golden State Warriors. Okay. Four championships in that span of 2012. You had those. Uh, they did suffer the three and one loss, but they came back and won two more. And then I think the most recent one in 2022 was the best one. Um, Redemption story for Steph. He goes out and balls out. I think the Golden State Warriors are an easy one one for me. I'm going to go New England Patriots. I mean, you've won three Super Bowls. You've missed the playoffs once. Uh, I just think that, again, kind of similar to the Warriors. It was a dynasty, Mm -hmm. and it didn't matter who was in their way. They were going to get it done. Give me the Alabama Crimson Tide. Okay. We're doing – I didn't – yeah, okay. I mean, it's it's a team. Maryland Terrapins. So I, I football or basketball? Which which sport? Football. Okay. <laughs> Alabama Crimson Tide football. They're just Maryland baseball. They're so good year in and year out. <laughs> Whether they win the national title or not, they're always competitive. Yeah. And when you lose, it's so gut wrenching because, like they they always win. So it makes every game that much more meaningful. I just really think Alabama football would be fun to root for but now I realize I gotta go back to back and I don't re- know who I'm gonna pick here um <laughs> oh man I don't even I don't even have a good idea see I, I want to go Chiefs, but they suck <laughs> they, what they were ter- they had the number one pick in 2013 they were terrible before like 2017 they were just trash um man who do I want to go with Probably a team. Yeah. Probably a team. Oh, no, I'm not going to go with them. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so conflicted. I want to go baseball. The problem is there's so much. There's so much turnover yeah. in baseball. I guess a team that's consistently good. Is there a team that won two World Series in the span. You really yes. are, you really are I'm really on. struggling here. You gotta you've got ten seconds, I'm sorry. <laughs> you ten, nine. I, I have eight, no idea. Seven, there are literally so many sports teams. Dude, I, I <laughs> didn't do research Four, and I'm blanking. Three, okay. I, give two. me a sec. Give me ten more seconds. I'm sorry. Can listeners. I go then? <laughs> no. No, ten seconds, ten. Okay. Nine. Eight, seven. Nate would be a horrible GM. <laughs> yeah. Five. Houston, Houston Astros. 
Houston Astros. You know how bad they – okay, hold on. <laughs> I'm actually going to look this up. Astros history. Also, they got accused of cheating. Yeah. They won the this World is, Series twice. One, I don't even care. Houston Astros. <laughs> so from tw- go, go, wait, go. Wait, from 2012 to t- 2014, they lost over 90 games. Then they had <laughs> they had the two World Series. Two World Series, four appearances. All right, it's just the cheating scandal and the fact that they were so bad early on is what kind of is uh, added for me. So I am going to go with – the Los Angeles Dodgers. I almost went with the Dodgers. Um, they only won one World Series, but they were in three. They made the playoffs every year except 2012. They won 90 games besides the World Series, which is the COVID year every year except for 2012. And so I, I just think they've been the best team in the NL, seemingly, in that conversation this entire decade. I, I Honestly, I'm not even going to like do the th- uh, thing. I would. I'm going to go with oh. – I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs because I think in the most recent years, I think it's probably the most fun team to root for. And I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with um, Villanova basketball. They won two national titles in the last 10 years, including one that was on a buzzer beater, which I think is a moment that you'll – if you were yeah. a Villanova fan, you'll remember forever. So that's my team. All right, that's fair. Um, crap, I didn't realize you were going to go so fast. <laughs> this is harder than I thought. Ten, nine. <laughs> oh, no, no, you gave Nate like two minutes. I gave Nate like 20 minutes. Um, what are you looking at? Looking at time. Oh, I thought you were looking at something on me. Um, <sighs> no, I, I can't do that. Um, this is tough, man. This is tough. Yeah. Uh huh. That's why I thought. Oh, I oh, have. I'm gonna go Clemson. God damn it! Is I literally just thought you're of gonna that. Think? I literally just I thought was of thinking, that. I was Fuck. like, what college football teams? I was like, Clemson. No, wait. Or I was like, Georgia. No, wait. Clemson. Um, how many did they win? Two or one national championship? They definitely won two. I think they might have won three. Um, here I'm gonna check right now. I just know they've been like. Dominant with that, Mashwini. Um, well, not in recent years, but yes, yeah, before that. They have won. I go back to back again. Two, <laughs> one national championship. I think they. They only no. They won two. They won two. two. They won two. Yeah. Twenty eighteen and twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah. They've won two. They've gone to four. They've only had, excluding those two CFP losses, two bowl wins in that span. Bowl yeah. losses in that span, and they've had at least 10 wins in each season. So I, I just think that they're up there, not nearly as close as Alabama, but uh, the tier below. I, I think I think in those um, peak years, I think being a Clemson fan was probably really fun because they were really, really good. So I like that pick for you. Um. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Give me the Boston Red Sox. Interesting. Okay. Uh, they won two World Series in that span. They were very competitive most seasons. I think they had a couple losing seasons in there. Went to the LCS in 21. <laughs> Dude, stop. Underperformed Snorting. this year. But I think overall they were very competitive throughout the decade. Like I said, won two, two rings. But now, once again, I'm blanking on who I'm going to do for my last pick. <laughs> I got to 
think. It's tough. It, it is, really is. I didn't think it'd be this tough. Um, cause we, cause once we took out like the teams that won two or more, now it's just like the one. Also, we haven't done any NHL ones, and like I, 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 I until now, I'm taking the Chicago Blackhawks. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just give me just the, give me the Blackhawks. Like, they won three titles, um, or they won two titles, but after 2012, they won yeah. in ten as well. But a lot of just playoffs year in year year out. Yeah. Give give me the Blackhawks. Brandon, um, I'm thinking. Give me a, give me a, give me a bop and a half to think. Um. Bop. Bop. You're done. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with another hockey team. I'm gonna go with the Pittsburgh Panthers. What? I mean Pittsburgh Penguins. You're off the pod. Get yeah. off the what pod. What the fuck was Leave that? The, no, you're disqualified. Uh, no, I'm gonna disqualified. go with the, I, I don't know. What? I was thinking Florida Panthers. No. Uh-uh. But then I come That's on, pretty so bad. That's pretty I'm going bad. Pittsburgh Penguins. Um they've won <laughs> two Stanley Cups. They've been in the playoffs every year. Um they've just been a Real good team. Disgraceful. <laughs> I'm going Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, God. Fuck. The Carolina Penguins! <laughs> um, fuck. <laughs> so you can pick anybody. I don't think I'd have a problem with it. Washington Command. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one I'd have a problem with. Um, this was such a hard draft. We really USA set ourselves up for failure with those two ones. You know, I'm gonna go with this specific one. This is only they only had one title the whole decade, but I think being a Cubs fan when they did when they I actually what, just thinking about yeah that. when when they when they broke the curse, I think that was so much fun for Cubs fans. That also, 2015 was magical. Went to the yeah league championship series. Yes. So I end with. Oh, this is. I end with Golden State Warriors, Kansas City Chiefs, Villanova basketball, <laughs> and the Cubbies. I finished with Alabama football, the Astros, the Red Sox, and the Black. I think you actually ended up with a good draft. I I, I, I I like it. I have Patriots, Dodgers, Clemson football, Pittsburgh Penguins. Thank you. I, I, I think like, I like. I, I think, think all I like of ours are, are good. Yeah. I it like would Brandon's it would be fun best. to be fans of these teams. I, I actually do think the Warriors are the best pick, though. I like, do. Four, yes. four wins. Is I think Warriors-Patriots is one. Oh, I, also Alabama football is yeah. very good. I think our top three are the, the correct top three. Yeah. Yes. All right. That does it for our show. Uh, waking up early in the morning is tough, man. It's, yeah. Uh, it kills me. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. We'll be back for our um, – 33rd episode. We're going to do a special – we're 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 gonna do a, a little teaser. Just make sure to tune in. It'll be a special one. We've been talking about this constantly. I feel like we've. But made it. they probably forgot. Yeah, our, that's true. Our Germany listener probably forgot. Thirty-three, thirty-third episode is gonna be a banger, Where's and 30? we gotta figure Where's this 30? thing out. Wait, early Dale. Okay. <laughs> our Dree Dree on Ray. I think that's thirty-three in German. What? All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll be back next week. <laughs>